Hey girl, hey. Hey boy, hey. Come on in the room. What is up? What is up, Truth Garden Gang? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of the day it is that you are listening to me. All right, you guys, so some may know me and some may not, so let's go ahead and do the introduction. My name is Destiny Smith. Um, I'm a 27-year-old African-American woman, and I am HIV positive. I am from the Midwest. You know, I was in the building. (laughs) Um, I am a mother of two beautiful souls. I have a son that is seven and a daughter that is four. Um... I am a published author. I have a book called Living My Truth. I am also a business owner with a brand called Living My Truth, named after my book. Um, I create a safe space for youth and young adults living with HIV, while also showing people around the world that we are able to live in our truth out loud, unapologetically, and I love it. Um, My Facebook name is Destiny Smith. I, I actually go live on Facebook. That is part of the reason why I started this podcast. Um, my followers on there say, you should start a podcast. And I'm like, I don't know, y'all, because I don't be talking, talking, and I don't know who's going to get on and listen, you know? But they was like, girl, you just hit that 10K followers, and we going to listen. So here we are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is a little about myself and what kind of led to this podcast. I'm just hoping that it changes lives. I'm hoping that these real life experiences that I talk about and the story times that I share, um, me being open and honest and knowing my status and knowing um, my feelings and being able to share with you guys is what this podcast is all about. So I truthfully didn't know like what I was going to get on here and talk about. I didn't know um, if people were going to get on and listen. But hey, we here now. You hear me? We here now. Um, before I started going live on Facebook, I didn't know if people were <laughs> if people were going to get on and watch and listen um, and be positive. Being open about your status, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot, especially with the stigma in the world. So, um, yeah, I'm open, you guys. Yeah, I'm at peace with my status. But that doesn't stop others um, from throwing shade or being mean, you know. But when you got God on your side, it's a whole different type of situation. You feel me? So, being being at one with the man who created me and being able to allow him to speak through me when I get on those lives. And now this podcast, um, you guys will see. Like, I, the lives that I do on Facebook, bro, when I say it was an amazing feeling, like, yeah, there was some negative. It always is. But let's talk about the positive, the positive comments and the and the questions and people just wanting to learn and people being open minded and not seeing a lot of stigma. 
Um, I am very strong on no question is a stupid question. I don't mind answering questions because I am very open about my status. So just being able to reach people around the world, y'all. And I'm not just saying the U.S., you know what I'm saying? We done reached around the world. Um, so we've made it to the UK. We've made it to Africa. You know what I'm saying? We've made it to, to Canada. We've made it to the Caribbeans. The life has made it everywhere at this point. So I'm flying out. <laughs> but just being able to talk to so many different people and not being judged and just being able to share my story and listening to other people's story is what is is that's what it's all about you know all right you guys so let's get into our first story time of this season um so because this is our first episode this is our introduction we all should know that the first story time will be my HIV story time. Um, y'all, I promise I'm going to work on this um, <laughs> this um, word for my spacing in between my talking. Um, but as of now, let's just get into the story. So, in 2017... I met a guy off a dating website called Plenty of Fish. I know, I know. <laughs> Who's using dating websites? Er, look, let's stop acting like everybody not using dating websites. Um, so I met this guy, and during this time, I was also um, going through some family things. I was losing an uncle, um, so I was very vulnerable at this time. Um, and the guy was really nice. He was sweet. He was there for me um, when I needed somebody to be there for me, you know. And we met in person. He was cool. We kicked it a few times and we ended up starting to date. Um, we did move really fast. We moved in together. Um, we were we were around each other basically every single day, um, you know. And we were in fake love. I'll say that it was it was fake because we were definitely moving too fast. Um, crazy thing is we shared the same exact birthday. He was just a few years older than me. Um, and then so you know things were going good. Da 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 da. We, we argued here and there, and he began to be a completely different person, like from the person that I met. Um. He started being, like, verbally abusive, physically abusive, emotionally abusive. Um, and during our birthday, so I lived about 30 minutes away from um, where I live now. And <clears throat> and um, we were supposed to come into town for our birthday and hang out with my family um, and just kick it, you know? But I ended up getting sick. I got really, really sick. Um, and I just thought I had a summertime flu. I had a summertime flu. I was sick. I couldn't really do nothing. My family ended up coming to us. We barbecued. Um, I still couldn't do too much. I had the sniffles. You know what I'm saying? A really high fever. Um, I could barely get out of bed. But I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I just thought I had a summertime flu. 
Um, I had that for about a week and a half, two weeks. And then after that, I felt absolutely fine. We were still dating um, around a month later, we ended up breaking up and I was just hearing like he was sleeping around and hanging out with all these different girls. So I ended up going to get checked. And when I got tested, all of my tests came back negative, actually. Um, all of my tests came back negative. So I thought nothing of it. And when we broke up, he ended up blocking me on everything from like all social networks to phone numbers, everything. I'm just blocked on everything. So we never talked again. So I ended up moving on with my life and I started talking to this other guy and found myself pregnant, you guys. So I was 22. I was already a mom. I was already a mom to my beautiful son. Um, and I ended up pregnant with my second child and at I had an appointment. I, I found out really early that I was pregnant. And at my first appointment, I got tested again. So this is maybe two months after the first time I got tested. Maybe three months. Three months after the first time I got tested, I got tested again. So um, at the first appointment, they test you for everything. HIV, um, all other STDs, STIs. Um, and when my test came back, like my doctor's office was calling me. I had already had an appointment set um, for when I was to come back, but they kept calling me um, like it was urgent. I really needed to come in. I just, I didn't have the time. Like I said, I was already a single mom. I was working two jobs. Um, so like the time that we made the next appointment, that's the time I can come in. I'll see you guys when I get there. Like, I just feel like it wasn't that important, you know, but it was really important because while I was at work one day, the health department called me and the health department was like, um, it's really important. We need to talk to you about your test results. Is there a way I can meet you and we can talk about it? And I was like, yeah, you know, that's fine. Um, I'm on my break right now at work. If you can come here, you know what I'm saying? I can step outside for a second. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. So maybe... So as I'm sitting down eating my lunch, I'm just thinking in my head, like, what could it, what could possibly be this important that the health department needs to come tell me in person? And then I'm just thinking of like, it was STD testing, like nothing's that important that, and I'm thinking in my head, like, what if these people come up here and tell me I got AIDS? But then I was like, no, it's never that serious. So I let it go till she got there. She let me know she was outside maybe 10 minutes later. And I went outside and I got in her car and she just, we, and I introduced myself. She looked at me, I looked at her and she was like, um, Destiny, I just have to let you know that you're HIV positive. And at that moment, it was like there, I was alone in the world. My body went numb. Um, I just want to say, like, not to judge this woman, you know what I'm saying? This is her job. This is what she does. But the way she looked at me when she said it, like, she had this smile on her face. And I just feel like when you're telling somebody news like that, don't smile. There's nothing to smile about. You know what I'm saying? But that was her job. And, you know, that's what she does. But I just, I couldn't 
believe the words that were coming out of her mouth. Like once I came back from this, this numbness of a feeling, I was like, no, there's no way. Like you have the wrong person. Can I see the paperwork? Um, you know what I'm saying? She gave me the paperwork. It was my name. It was my birthday. It was the day that I went to go get tested. But I'm like, there is no way that I am HIV positive. It can't be me. I just got tested at this time. And when I got tested, all of my stuff came back negative. Um, and she was just trying to calm me down and let me know um, different stuff about it and what I needed to do. And I just wasn't trying to hear anything she was saying because there's no way that I have HIV. But at the same time, I was also texting my boyfriend at the time, um, the person that I was pregnant by, and letting him know that he needed to go get checked. Um, I had just found out I was HIV positive, and he texted me back, and he's like, girl, stop playing with me. Like, he thought I was playing, y'all, and I'm just like, I'm not playing. Like, we already knew I was waiting on test results, but who would have thought that when it came back, it would be HIV positive. So I just, I took all the information that the lady gave me and I let her go back to work. I went back to work also, um, still texting my baby's dad and we were still talking about it. Um, but like when I went back into work, y'all, I just walked back to like where our, where we get ready to clock in and stuff and I bawled like when I tell y'all I was crying crying eyes are bloodshot red <laughs> it's like it's not funny but it's funny now that it's five years later and I'm just looking at my face as I, as I'm explaining it to y'all like I was crying hard tears like I knew nothing about this I even asked the lady like okay so when am I gonna die what's gonna happen to the child that's in my stomach and she's just steady trying to explain like all you have to do is this you're gonna do this it's not like it used to be and girl I'm not trying to hear none of that I don't talk about HIV nobody in my community talks about HIV I know nothing about this except for like stuff I see in movies and TV and by that time it's AIDS and people are dying so that's what I thought you know um so yeah so I'm sitting there back here by the clock-in station crying um, my managers are trying to calm me down they're like do you want to go home it's okay like they didn't know like what this lady had just told me you know what I'm saying but I'm like no I'm fine I'm trying to clean my face up stop crying and I finished my shift y'all like I went back to work and the only reason why I did that is because I'm sitting here thinking like if I get, if I let them send me home and I go home, I'm going to have to deal with this. Like, this is going to be real. Like, this is all I'm going to be thinking about. So, no, I went back to work. And it's crazy because I got off maybe three hours later. And my second job was across the street. And I was going over there to get dinner for my household. And I ran out of gas, y'all. I ran out of gas. I wasn't even going to tell nobody um that day except for my baby dad because I had or I literally told him a couple seconds after she told me but other than that I wasn't going to tell nobody else ran out of gas had to call my sister to come get me she comes to get me we go get the gas we're sitting at the gas pump we were I don't even remember what we were talking about um but it was something funny and I just happened to space out for a second and I was like I'm HIV positive and like she looked at me and she she was still laughing for a second she was like girl stop playing with me I'm like no 
I'm I'm HIV positive. And she just hugged me, y'all. She just hugged me. Like till this day right now, I feel that hug. I felt the love and the energy that came off of her. And we cried like big old babies. And she just let me know I wasn't going through this alone. I'm not by myself. She still loved me. And we just sat there for like five minutes crying, hugging, crying and hugging and telling each other we loved each other. Um, and then she dropped me back off to my car. Um, we went our separate ways. I went home and then I called my mom and I was like, I, I was like nothing because I couldn't speak. Like words would not come out of my mouth. All I could do was cry. And I'm, and I'm just sitting in my car crying before I went into my house. I'm just sitting there crying. And my mom's like, whatever it is, just let me know. Nothing, nothing can be as bad as what I'm thinking. So just please speak to me. Let me know. And I finally told her, like, these people told me I'm HIV positive. And she just, now we're both on the phone crying. And she let me know she loves me and this and this and that, you know. And she was at work at this time. And she's just letting me know she loved me. Nothing's changed. I'm still her daughter. And I just, I felt the love over the phone. <clears throat> And she didn't get off for a few hours. Um, the person that came in after her actually came in early. And the first thing she did was come to me. She came to me. It was maybe 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. And she came to me and she just hugged me. She embraced me. She let me know she loved me. Nothing changed. She loves me even more. She loves me the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that, that is the day that I found out that is what happened those you know those those feelings is something that I will always feel when I tell my story um it will never change how I felt or what I went through I'm just glad that I'm able to like share the experience now to help other people I'm and then people are able to talk to my mom and my best friend and they're able to like ask them about how they felt and what they went through because yeah I'm the one who contracted it and yeah I'm the one who deals with it every day but it didn't only change my life it affected the people around me also so you guys one question I get all the time is like um how has HIV changed my life? And I always take it as um, not even saying that this is what people do, but like I feel like some people ask that like it's supposed to be all negative things. And like I just gave up on life and I'm just um, going with the flow, you know? Um, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So I feel like HIV definitely changed my life. Um, but I will not say that it was a curse. It was a blessing in disguise. Um, God knew exactly what he was doing when he wrote my story. And I say that because, again, HIV changed my life. It sat me down. Um, it changed my mindset. It made me mature more. Um, I just used to not care about so many things on a level that I should have been caring about certain things, you know, like when it comes to the dating scene or 
um, getting to know guys or knowing people's status or being okay with having the conversation like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, do cool or yeah, I can see myself being with him. But also, Destiny, let's sit down and make sure like, yeah, he's he's cool, but like, is he okay to go get tested together or like, let's just move fast and not even know each other, you know? So, yeah, I was young when I contracted it. I was 22, but 22, your 20s is your adulthood. Like, you're getting into adulthood. I was still young, though. But you're getting into your adulthood. So, yeah, we're going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. I totally get it. Um, but it just changed me in so many ways. I had to fight to get out of, of a depression that was so bad that I couldn't take care of my son. I had to fight to get to know myself again to I lost the destiny I was when I was 22 and I was a lot <laughs> like I was a lot you guys I used to go out all the time I used to kick it all the time I used to just you know what I'm saying live carefree and that's cool or whatever but you want to care about things you want to care about yourself you want to care about your your well-being so now it's been five years and every year since I've contracted HIV, I feel like I have grown more every single year. Um, like, as you know, or I won't say as you know, because there's, there's probably new people listening to me, you know? So I won't say as you know, but six months after I found out I went public for the first time on Facebook. Um, and that just lifted a huge weight off of my shoulders. And it's not to say that every person who is HIV positive needs to run and tell the world. But that is what changed my life with the situation. Like, that made me begin to be so open with my status because when I contracted this, the person who gave it to me did not give me that option. And I would never want a person to feel the way that I felt when I found out. So I'm very open about my status. Um, so I was able to do that. And when I did that, I got so many stories and so many inboxes from other positive people who's never told anyone who's had it for 30 years and 20 years, five years. Um, and never told anybody, but felt comfortable telling me because I opened up about my situation. I also have people inbox me who hasn't been tested in five years, eight years, but went to go get tested because they see my status. So that, that was an amazing feeling. So being able to help one person also changed me. Um, yeah, that also changed me. And then just being able to like, Within the last five years, I've accomplished so much. And sometimes I don't even sit down and 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 bask in it. Like, I don't, me being me, I don't feel like I did a lot. But, like, looking from the outside in, I have. I've self-published a book, um, Living My Truth. Um, it is a, a mini memoir about my life, the different phases and the different waves that I took throughout my life from the time I was inside of my mom to my childhood to my teenage years to ending up 22 pregnant with my second child and HIV positive. Um, I've also created a brand 
called Living My Truth, creating a safe space for youth and young adults living with HIV while also helping others around the world living their truth out loud unapologetically. I was able to create a safe space group on Facebook called Positively Safe for people, men and women, both living with HIV. Um, I've been able to meet lots and lots of different advocates and women who look like me that's HIV positive, men who are HIV positive, amazing people that I probably never would have met had I not contracted HIV, people who changed my life. Um, I've been able to educate myself and learn from others. I've been in magazines. My blogs have been top two and top eight. So I'm saying this to say, like, it changed my life drastically, but not for the bad. Like, the devil definitely thought he had me, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? He be thinking he gets some wins, but when you're a child of God, it don't work like that. That when the devil thought he had, God used it for his good. I was able to take my story and just turn it into something amazing. Instead of staying in that depression and thinking, it happened to me. Let me go pass it around like it's a piece of candy. No, because that's not what it's about. In this life, in this life, you guys, that we are living, no matter what your situation is, no matter what you go through, any loss you have ever taken in life, you want to make that loss a lesson. Do not let that loss just sit and you soak in that loss and you just give up. Because then what are we what are we really doing? What are we really here for? You want to take that loss and you want to turn it into a lesson. You take that lesson and you learn from that lesson and you grow from that lesson and you create something wonderful. You never know what you're capable of until you're in that loss and you're making it a lesson and how many more people you can help and serve when you open up and live your truth don't hide your story i it's a lot i know it's a lot we all go through things not even just hiv people go through things in life and sometimes it's hard to open up in this world people are so judgmental people are so you know but you want to be able to to share yourself with the world so they can see at least one person can see dang I was going through that too and this person made it that far so why can't I so now you just help the next person get out of their loss and now they're looking at their loss as a lesson and they're learning from you and now they're growing. So it's just a domino effect. If you take your loss and you turn it into a lesson and you grow and you learn from it and you pass it on to the next person, then they'll pass it on to the next person. All of a sudden, the world becomes a better place, right? But you guys, this is the first episode. I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to get on here and talk to you guys about. I just really hope it touches somebody. It helps somebody. And I hope you guys are ready for this season on this podcast. I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys for listening. And welcome to Destiny's Garden of Truth. So shout out to the Truth Garden gang. Thank you guys for giving me the courage and the positive messages and everything for me to even be able to have a platform 
from my story and be able to help others and be heard. It feels great to be heard. So sending you guys love and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.